Man, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, thank the Lord for all he's done for you. Sometimes you just got to stop and reflect and think about what God has done. Think about what God has not allowed to happen or what God could have let happen, but he kept you from. And you just got to say, thank you, Lord, how he watched over you, kept you from danger, seen and unseen. Come on, somebody put it in the chat. Just say, thank you, Lord. Just say, thank you, Lord, for your many, many blessings. Come on, let's go to God and let's hear our word for today. Father, thank you for this day. We pray now that you'll bless it. Bless your word that goes forth. Help it to set a tone, not just for this day, but in many ways for the rest of our lives, Lord, that we can be the people you have called us to be. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, I don't know about you, but, you know, one of the things we look forward to on Thanksgiving Day is eating. I mean, just eating ourselves into a self-induced coma. Our body's working so hard to digest all of the food, all of the desserts, all of the uh, everything. Just, man, we're we just working so hard. And then what do we do? We go to sleep wake up, come back later on, and do what? Start all over again, right? Now listen, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Some of y'all right now, you, you've already planned what you're going to do. You might be in the house right now, and you could smell some of that food. Some of you have gone in, and you've tried to just, you know, take a little snacky snack right before dinner, right? You, you just, man, you can't wait. And you're dressed for the occasion. Come on, Thanksgiving, man, is not the time for fashionistas. It's not the time to be short. No, you're wearing the most comfortable clothes that you still won't look cute, but you're wearing the most comfortable clothes. you got your sweatpants on, your spandex, and you're going to be stretching all of that to the outer limits. you walking up in there, man. I know some folk, man, they be stretching and exercising. And they be loosening up, lifting their legs and everything, right? Because they want to make sure that when they come to that table, they're ready to do some damage. They're looking forward to eating all they can and canning all they can eat. I was talking to one friend, and I said, hey, man, don't do too much damage. Thanksgiving Day, don't do too much damage. He said, hey, pastor, listen. The spirit is willing, but the flesh will eat because that's what's the plan for the day. But watch this. While we have already made some level of commitment to be filled with good food on Thanksgiving Day, my question to you is, are you committed to being filled with thanks on this Thanksgiving Day? See, there are typically things that happen in our lives that detract from or keep us from consistently being as thankful as we should be. Things will happen around us. Things will happen to us. Maybe we don't get what we want or what we've been asking for. We feel like life has been unfair. And it's hard for us to be thankful in the midst of everything we're going through. But my brothers and my sisters, I want to encourage you today and talk to you from a few moments, for a few moments from the thought, how to live a thank 
thank-filled life. How to live a thank-filled life. In other words, I not only want you to be thankful, but I want you to be full of thanks. Because there's something marvelous that happens to our attitude and our actions when we are filled with thanks on a daily basis. Uh, There are two things I want you to see today that I, I really hope will encourage you to live a life that is thank-filled. Here's the first thing. Number one, you need to thank the Lord at all times. You need to thank the Lord at all times. To live a thank-filled life, thankfulness cannot be an event. It has to become a lifestyle. You need to be thankful all the time. Look at First Chronicles 23, verse 30. To stand every morning, everybody say every morning, to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord and likewise at evening. To stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord and likewise at evening. When we think about thanking God, most of us restrict when we will thank him to a specific season or holiday. Because let's be honest, some of you are watching right now, and you really haven't thought about thanking God much until you got to Thanksgiving. Some of us, we think about thanking him at a specific time of day, morning or evening. Or maybe you'll thank him for your food when you say grace. Some of you thank him a certain day of the week. Maybe it's on a Sunday. You'll praise and thank God for another week that you've made it. But the writer of Chronicles says we should never restrict why we will thank him or when we will thank him. We are to thank him at all times. And I want you to live a thank-filled life. See, when you learn how to be thank-filled, can I tell you what happens? You focus less on yourself and you focus more on God. You focus less on your problems and you focus more on your problem solver. When you live a thank-filled life, Instead of expressing grief over what you don't have, you live in the realm of gratitude for what God has already blessed you with. I know some people, and I know you know some people, hopefully you're not one of them, who spend so much time fussing and complaining about what they don't have or what they wish they had that they can enjoy and even have a spirit of contentment with what God has already blessed them with. God says you should thank him and praise him every morning and likewise at every evening. Look at Psalm 30, verse 10. Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. 
It's as if the psalmist says, man, with God in your life, you can exchange the garment of mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, the garment of sadness for the garment of joy. God is in that kind of business. Psalm 79, verse 13. Come on, let's read it together. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever and ever, praising your greatness from generation to generation. Can I tell you something around the table this Thanksgiving season, or maybe when you gather the family around to have family prayer? Uh, what, what a joy it is to be able to thank God and praise him from generation to generation. Now, now, let me just say something to those of you who are of the older generation. Uh, th- there's some things that your children can talk about based on what they've heard, but they have not yet experienced. And your praise is more mature because of what you have been through. You have heard your mama, you have heard your grandmama, maybe you were blessed to hear your great-grandmother, great-grandfather, those four parents give God praise, and at the time that you heard them when you were younger, your praise was not nearly as developed because your perils and your pain were not yet as great. If you've got something to thank God for because of what the Lord has brought you through, make that praise public and teach the generations behind you how to praise God. Matter of fact, one of the gifts that you can give to young people is to teach them to recognize praiseworthy or praiseable moments. Because sometimes in life, we just go through things and we don't recognize, hold on, that was, that was, a, that was a shouting moment right there. That was, a, that was a praiseworthy moment right there. The supernatural God showed up right there. A miracle was just performed right there on my behalf. And you've got to help them recognize God moving in their midst. Psalm 79, verse 13, then we, your people, The sheep of your pasture will thank you forever and ever, praising your greatness from generation to generation, from generation to generation. I read that again because I wanted you to get that, from generation to generation. We can't can't expect our young people to give God praise if we haven't taught them how to praise. Because praise has to be taught, right? It's not natural We have to teach them. We have to model it in front of them. Here's the second and final thing today. Number two, you need to thank the Lord in everything. You need to thank the Lord in everything. Verse 20, Ephesians 5, and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, We we have been taught to say thank you. If you have young children or or grandchildren, for example, we 
we go through this, my wife and I, with our grandchildren, uh, you know, they'll motion for something, and they'll, they'll cry if they want something, and then uh, before we give it to them, we'll tell them, say, please, even though they can't articulate it, we want them to hear it, and, and they'll mumble something, and then when we give it to them, we'll say, now say thank you. No, 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 say thank you, right? We teach our children to say thank you when they have received something, normally after they have asked for something. But are we able to look beyond what we want and look beyond what we ask for to thank God for what is happening in our lives? Can we look beyond thanking him for something and thanking him in something. I, I didn't make a mistake when I used that preposition in. I, I want you to learn how to, how, to, how to recognize that if you're going to live a thank-filled life, you've got to thank him for more than the four. You've got to learn how to thank him in. It's not just what you receive, but you've got to learn how to thank him in the midst of wherever you find yourself. What about bad times, Pastor? What about tough times? I'm, I'm struggling right now. Uh, somebody that's watching, you, you're going through, you're struggling uh, with grief. You're struggling with uh, sadness, depression. You're struggling uh, with a, a, a marriage that's miserable. you you're struggling in the midst of your singleness that is not satisfying. You're struggling because you have disobedient and rebellious children. You're struggling because you're not where you want to be in terms of your career on your job. You're not in the place you want to be in. You're not there, and you're struggling. And you say, well, how can I give thanks in everything? Part of the ability to live a thankful life in everything is recognizing that God is in charge of everything, and God has a plan for your life even if you can't see it playing out. Look at Romans 8, 28. And we know, the New King James says, that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. That all things work together for good. All things are not good. Individual things are not good, but they get classified as good, not because they are good individually, but because of what they produce when they are all put together. That when you love God, all of these ingredients in life come together and they result in good for your good, but you've got to learn how to rejoice in and be thankful in the midst of everything you go through. Um, I love cake. My, my favorite cake, um, grew up eating it. That's why it's probably my favorite is just a plain butter pound cake. Just, that's, that's, that's it. I mean, I, I, I like carrot cake. I, I like German chocolate cake. But, man, that, that just plain butter pound cake, 
Woo, man, right? And, and my niece, Jasmine, man, she is a baker par excellent. I mean, she got her grandmama's gifts, my mother, her grandmother, and just taking it to a whole nother level, right? But, but here's what's interesting. I know that, take, that cake will not taste good if I taste each individual ingredient by itself. The sugar's gonna be too sweet. The baking powder, baking soda, the flour, whatever it is that she uses, that's gonna be nasty by itself, right? The individual ingredients, tasting a raw egg by itself, man, the individual ingredients don't taste good. But I don't eat a cake to eat the ingredients individually. I want it all put together. And God says you can give thanks in everything when you know that God is working everything for your good. So even if you're in a situation that is not pleasant, it's not pleasing, you don't see it as promising, God says you got to trust me and thank me anyway. Recognize that God sees more than you see, hears more than you hear, knows more than you know, and is working it out for your good. Philippians 4, 6 and 7, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need, and there it is. Thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. It's, it's as if Paul says, when you learn how to pray and you learn how to praise, that's the remedy that's the equation to have peace in your life. Learn how to pray. Look, I'm just doing an extra sermon for you right there. Learn how to pray. Learn how to praise. And watch God give you peace. Here's the last scripture for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. My brothers and sisters, I know you're looking forward to getting filled up with food today, but make sure you are living and enjoying the blessings of a thank-filled life. Matter of fact, I dare you today just every time you think about it, as the Holy Spirit brings it back to your remembrance, just, just, just mutter to yourself something you've got to be thankful for. Whether it's your family, it's your spouse, uh, your job, beyond just the food. Just, just, just start thinking and thanking. And if you spend the day thinking and thanking, it might just change your attitude and your outlook on where you are and where God is trying to take you. Let's pray. 
Father, thank you for today. I pray that your word has found fertile ground in the hearts and minds of your people, that we would be more than just hearers of your word. Help us to be doers of your word as well. We're so grateful and thankful for this holy day season. And I pray now that our lives will be thank-filled that morning and evening and every moment in between Remind us by your Holy Spirit to give thanks in the midst of it all. We bless you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now listen, today is Thanksgiving Day, uh, this weekend, Thanksgiving Day weekend. And I want to encourage all of you who are watching to participate with us in our Thanksgiving Day offering, our giving. And our giving here is going to go to our missions work. Um, we are committed to changing the world locally, nationally, and internationally. Uh, we just had a historic event uh, where we commissioned the second full-time missionary out of our church, Pastor Mark Sloan and his wife, Marshall, and they are joining uh, Reverend Lloyd Chen and Sister Jan, Jan Chin, joining them on the mission field full-time in Africa. Uh, the Chins are based in Ghana. The uh, Sloans are based in Uganda. And uh, man, I, I'm just so excited. Uh, Jan prayed over uh, Sister Sloan on our event on Saturday, our commissioning service. And she prayed for the third and the fourth and the fifth. I think she may have stopped at 15, uh, but, but I know Lord, the Lord heard her prayers. Uh, what, what a great joy it is. What a great honor and privilege it is for us as a church family. Uh, I'm just humbled to know that the philosophy of ministry here at our church, the preaching and teaching of the gospel here at our church has motivated and inspired people to say, I want to give my life to missions and I'm prepared to go and follow the Lord on the mission field, the foreign mission field. Um, but, but we've seen that throughout our church. We, we've had four people plant churches out of our church. Um, this is our second full-time missionary. And then we've had, I don't know how many short-term mission trips, 10 to 15, maybe 20 uh, f- short-term mission trips that people affiliated with our church have, have done, have taken. And all of that is possible because of your giving. And so today I want to encourage you to give. There are six ways that you can give here at Good Hope on the digital platform. And I want to encourage you to give prayerfully. Ask, ask God to, to lead you, to show you uh, what he wants you to give. And one of the things that I've learned about praying and asking God to lead me in my giving is that typically if I don't pray and ask God, I will give less than God is telling me because I'm going to give where my flesh is comfortable, not where my faith is trying to lead me. I hope I'm making sense to somebody. And, and sometimes I've had God say, you know, literally just say, this is what I want you to give. Just put that number in my mind. And I'm sitting there going, Lord, is that you? Like, am I sure? God, you sure? Because that's, that's more than I was planning. I wasn't thinking about it. 
But can I tell you something? I have never obeyed God in giving and fallen short. I have never lacked when I obeyed God in giving. And so I'm encouraging you to give uh, in a special way. Uh, for some of you, you may not have given all year. Uh, you know, we're reminded to give when we come to the sanctuary, when we come to service and we haven't been coming regularly. And so maybe this is the Holy Spirit saying to you, you know what, you haven't given all year. And you, you've been looking at the Lord's money piling up in your bank account. Come on now. And God says, hey, no, it's time for you to honor me in your giving. So maybe this is the day that you do that. Um, again, six ways that you can give. And we bless and thank God for the privilege to be able to partner with God in the kingdom work. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. Now, don't forget, we will be back on the digital platform on this Sunday, fourth Sunday in November. We'll be concluding our message, Being a Christian Every Day, our series. Uh, we're going to conclude that, and then we'll get ready to move into our Holy Day season in full force. All right? God bless you. God be with you, family. Thank you for joining us near and far all over the world. Have a happy holiday season. And for those of you who may not celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday, I want to challenge you to live a thank-filled life anyway. All right? Remember, God is doing something wonderful in you. God is doing something wonderful in me. Let God have his way in your life. God bless.